us today, as we delve in the research on confidence, we're learning that women are more afraid to raise their hands and to speak up and be heard in meetings. This is because we fear of being judged or that we're likely to seem arrogant, yet our male colleagues are not afraid at all. They raise their hands and speak up and are actually heard all without a concern as to whether or not they will be judged. Well, today we have with us Principal Jennifer Black, who has shed light on why this is, why women are less likely to raise their hands and speak up. But before she responds, we're happy to have you join us, Ms. Black. Welcome to the podcast. Please introduce yourself to our listeners. Well, good morning, ladies. It really is an honor and a pleasure to be here with you this morning. Um, I I just think this is a great opportunity to be able to share about, you know, raising our hands and and speaking up, not only as women, but as women leaders. So um, I currently serve as the proud principal of Lincoln Elementary School in North Las Vegas, Nevada, which is in the Clark County School District, the fifth largest district in the nation. Um, I'm active in our local elementary uh, school board or school association, which is the CCAESP. I'm a board member. Um, I'm also a board member of the Clark County Association of School Administrators, and I proudly serve as a board member on our state association of school administrators, and of course the best proud member of NAESP. So I just truly love advocating for public education and really improving the outcomes for all kids. Um, I had the honor of writing a vignette for the She Leads book about building self-confidence. So I felt like this was uh, one of the, the podcasts that I that I had great interest in, in speaking about just based on my own experience as a woman leader. And I am currently co-facilitating uh, the book study on the confidence code with my dear friend and principal Kristen Kinghorn in, from Arizona. So thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jennifer. So did Jennifer, who will shed light on why this is and why women are less likely to raise their hands and speak up? Yeah, I, I think, you know, we know that 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 women don't feel as confident. Right. And so when we're in a room of men and women, uh, we tend to sit back and not share. Um, like like you said earlier, Jessica, I, I I think we really fear that judgment of what others think uh, about what we have to say and maybe don't value our input as they should. Um, so, so I think I, I really think that's what it what it kind of boils down to is that um, because because we fear the judgment and we don't have the confidence to go ahead and share, you know, whether whether someone's going to make a, a judgment on us or not, um, and just feeling that we're trusted uh, by those in the room oftentimes is reasons why are reasons why we we choose just to sit back, um, even though we definitely have you know, uh, a voice and, and should be able to, to speak up in, in a room of men and women. You, you said something that, that triggered in um, something for me, and that's the idea of trust, <laughs> that when you're in a room where, one, there may not be trust, or two, that maybe in the past your voice has not been acknowledged or it's been shot down when you have risen risen your hand to speak or given some input, that sometimes has really um, prevented me, myself, from continuing to raise my hand to speak. Because if it's in a space that I don't really trust who's in that space or in a space where in the past I have been um, shot down with an idea, with my idea, 
I think as females, we will tend to hold back and, and not share anymore. Absolutely. And I, and I think what the research, you know, shows is that as women, we, we ruminate on that, right? Like that's that new word. I used to say perseverate, but I love ruminate. We, we ruminate on it and we just keep running this tape in our head, you know, that those negative thoughts that you can't do it. You, you should have said this. Why didn't you do this? Instead of flipping that script to, you know, look at all of the things you have contributed or look at all the celebrations you do have as, as a woman or as a leader. Um, so I, I think that, um, like you said, when, when you've been shot down, you're definitely gun shy to want to share again. And so you just kind of sit idle instead of you know, continuing to take that risk. I'm so glad you mentioned trust because trust is a major factor for me. And that's why I love the book called Trust Matters for me. because And, and it goes to show that even when we're confident within ourselves, a lot of it has to do with the response, the feedback, and the energy you get from the people in the room. So for me, ju- just like with Jessica and with you, if I don't feel like I'm in a safe place because I can't trust, it hampers the extent to which I have to push through in order to actually raise my hand. I have to do a lot of self-talk and say, you know what, I don't care, I'm going to do this anyway, and, I, and that sort of stuff. So here's the thing, um, Jennifer. So as a woman in leadership, how have you dealt with raising your hand and speaking up? Yeah, so so I would say my parents uh, would say that I've always spoken up. <laughs> um, I had an older brother, and so oftentimes I had to hold my ground, right? But but honestly, I would say this is something that has not always been easy for me. Um, you know, when I first became a principal 14 years ago, uh, that first year in my in my principalship, I, I really felt like. There was something that I just didn't have, but but I thought, you know, they hired me. Um, I was the one they wanted for this position and this particular school. And so what I realized then was it, it really was the self-confidence that, that I wasn't uh, taking confidence in my own abilities of what other people saw in me. And so, you know, it just took a lot of self-reflection. Um, like I said, it hasn't always been easy and it can still be a challenge, but like with anything else, you have to work at it. So one of the strategies that I use then and I still use actually today is just start small. I mean, when I'm in a small group of people that I trust, um, I will share my thoughts, opinions, ideas to kind of help me gauge like, am I on base? Do they think I'm completely off base? Um, you know, that helps. Uh, you can you can kind of gauge how, how they receive what, what you've said. Um, I've also realized uh, over time that it really, for me, depends on the topic. So if I have a strong passion about what the conversation is about or the committee I'm on, then obviously I, I feel more confident in sharing. So if it's a topic where I just feel like, oh, I really don't have, you know, really the information that I think I, sh- I should be sharing, um, sometimes I'm a little more hesitant. So uh, I, I think the way to handle those situations is, you know, kind of like you said, Andrea, it's self-talk, but it's also like rehearsing what you might want to say, right? Yes. And and practicing it so that you can be articulate, you can be succinct. And I think in in situations like that, it does help build trust because 
if, if you're unsure of yourself, you tend to ramble. And when you ramble, you lose people, right? And then they're kind of like, oh, here she goes again. What is she going to say this time or five minute, you know, spiel of information yet not say anything. So I've been told by colleagues that they do appreciate my ability to be succinct and to get the point across uh, when I speak in, you know, in a small group or in a large group. And I am known in our school district to actually speak up. So just feedback from my own colleagues and, and even, you know, my, my supervisors have told me that they appreciate the fact that I do speak up. That's, that's key. Great. Yes. Getting that feedback and applying that feedback. Thank you for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know, you, you, you have a lot of experience you, you mentioned your, you've been principal for 14 years and, and just your experience on state boards and um, you know, all the, all the boards that you sit on and, and the associations so you have a lot of experience and you've probably developed your skills over the years on getting that confidence to speak up because we have to, right? We, it comes to the point where we, we no longer have a choice. We have to raise our hand and speak if we are going to continue to grow into these roles of leadership at you know, our, our district and county and, and state levels, national levels. So you gave us um, some really great golden nuggets to start small in a trusted group, right, um, in terms of advice and guidance uh, for, for women in leadership who might be struggling with raising their hands and speaking up. Uh, you gave us, you started to touch on that. Uh, the other thing, and we were talking about trust earlier, is like, how do you do that? What advice would you give when, when it, you're not in a room where you feel that your voice has been heard or that um, you don't necessarily trust everybody in there, but it's important that you do raise your hand and share your input because there are going to, there are going to be opp- moments like that where we're going to be in spaces that we may, we not, we may not trust everyone in that space, uh, but it's important that we speak up. So what advice and guidance would you give on that? Yeah, I feel in those situations, uh, you kind of have to tell yourself, like, the we is greater than me. And that was something that was mentioned in the confidence code. Like, if you keep your why at the center, uh, which gives you that purpose, I think that also can help you build your confidence in in those situations where maybe you don't feel that you're in a trusted environment. Um, that 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 gives you that that little boost of confidence to to come out of your comfort zone uh, to go ahead and take that risk. Um, as we know, with building confidence, it's it's layers and layers of risk taking. Uh, we failed. We try again. We keep moving forward. And so, you know, we really can't let a situation stop us. Uh, from speaking um, in groups, no matter where we are, you know, mixed groups, or like you said, in a situation where you feel like maybe you're, you know, you're not going to be valued as much as you should, or there is going to be that judgment. So I really think as women, we we have to ditch this, like idea of perfectionism. Um, we're, We're very much worriers, right? You know, we read in the book about how our worry work center is larger in our brain. And and so, you know, we kind of have to ditch all of that and just that a lot of self-talk, a lot of, you know, self-compassion. Um, and, and just remember that that we do have a seat at the table and what we do have to say will make an impact. And other women are watching and they want to see women have that confidence to speak up. So, you know, we're serving as role models, not only for women, but for our young girls in our schools, giving them giving them that role model of, of someone that they've seen who, who will speak up and advocate on their behalf. 
I love what you said about that other women are watching. Other women are watching. Yes. You know, so what we don't want for women in leadership is the thing. This is only about being able to raise your hands and speak up just for the sake of doing so. So what would you say to our listeners as to the benefits of actually raising your hands and speaking up as women in leadership? What are those benefits? Well, first and foremost, you you will build your self-confidence. I mean, you know, self-confidence, building self-confidence is a choice. Um, we can take those risks and we can do it. Um, it's like anything else, you know, like in the book, it talked about if you're building a muscle, you have to use it. And so we have to, we have to take those risks. We have, we have to work on gaining that self-confidence. Um, I, I also think that um, just, I've already mentioned before that the benefits are you, you gain that trust from other people. Uh, you build that professional learning network of people that, you know, look to you as someone who, who has information, um, who is seen as a mentor, a role model. And so I, I think we just have to remember that when we speak up, uh, what we say does add value. And we have a different perspective as women. And so our perspective needs to be um, heard. And it, it gives other people, you know, something to think about that, you know, if we didn't share, something may have been overlooked and we have great ideas. We, we are role models. Um, you know, we, we want to gain that trust from, from those around us that we work with. Mm-hmm. And so I just think, you know, we really have to get out of our comfort zone oftentimes. Right. I mean, this for me today is I've never done a podcast. So I was thinking all night, Oh my gosh, can I do this? And then, then I had to flip the script, right? You can do it. Um, you, you are a woman who understands this topic. You've been there. You've been at the table where uh, you were overlooked, where you didn't raise your hand, where you didn't speak up. And then, you know, as Daniel Pink says, we regret inaction far more than we do action. So in his book, The Power of Regret, he talks about how, you know, you will you will definitely regret inaction far more than action. So I've I've kind of taken that as my new mantra. And yes. so how, you know, I'm acting, uh, I'm moving forward. I'm taking those risks. Confident. I love oh that. The Power of re- uh, what, What's the name of that book? The it's The Power of Regret. by Daniel Pink. And so, you know, he's amazing and he's done a lot of research. So it's one of those books I've been listening to in the car when I drive uh, to and from work, because uh, what he says is um, we should have regret. Um, It changes, right? It it helps us in the future make decisions that, Mm -hmm. you know, that we wouldn't, we just, we would have chosen to not act on. You know, we, we just, uh, we had, we talked with Dr. Um, Shanessa uh, Benner and she was talking about not leaving any stone unturned and, uh, and taking those opportunities before us. So we don't, I mean, so that we don't regret those, those opportunities, right. That come before us and, and just, just take advantage of that. And I'm so, and you know, Jennifer stepping out of our comfort zones, like you mentioned is, is where we grow no matter what it is and flipping that script is so powerful and we have to go through a lot of that self-talk sometimes and we, we're so good about telling others 
and and saying, oh no, you you got this, you know, don't don't. What would you say to yourself? So you know, you tell them everything that you should be saying to yourself, and sometimes we don't say it to ourselves, right? Yeah, we don't, right? It's like like they say, what would you say to your best friend? Right. That's what we should say to ourselves. Exactly. You know, and my so, best friend is cheering me on today. Yes. Too, this oh, see, that's what I'm I texted saying. her this morning and said, oh, I'm really nervous about this podcast. She's like, you're, you're great. You're a natural. Yes, You've got this. Course, and and so, course. you know, that's that's what you have to tell yourself. And so I think it's really important for women that we we celebrate ourselves and, you know, where we have come and rising up in the ranks of leadership. It's mm-hmm. really fun to see more and more women take the risks and become leaders of districts, become leaders of schools. Yes, um, yes, yes. Work and in this district talking. where women are women are seen as leaders in our school district. We have many, many women leaders who are that's being, being promoted in, into positions. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting to see. That's super exciting, very exciting. So we've talked about a very, very important thing today and um, this important topic, right, of, of raising our hands and speaking up, but not only for us as women, as adults, but for our girls, for those of us who have daughters, our, our female students, um, those who are looking up to us to understand that their voices are important and that their opinions count and should be voiced. No matter what, you mentioned something earlier about the we is stronger than the me, right? It's And that's so powerful. And in essence, being able to raise our hands and speak up is associated with our level of confidence and, and flipping that script and talking ourselves through exactly what you would tell your best friend. Think about what your best friend would be telling you. So, Jennifer, amongst all the many, many tips that you provided for us, which one do you feel needs to you want really to resonate with our listeners? And as we move forward on the journey of raising our hands and speaking up. I would go with just do it, you know, kind of the Nike motto, just just take the risk, Um, you know, try it. I mean, if doesn't go exactly as planned that's okay you're you will learn from that experience and that just actually grows you more as a human as a woman as a leader and so I, I just think really um we we have to be willing to take risks like you said that's how we grow that's how we learn I think um we know that as as leaders right we we ask our our teachers and staff to take risks. We ask our kids to take risks. Um, It's that growth mindset of, you know, I'm never done. And so I I think that would be the the one thing that, that I would say is just do it. Love it. Just do it. Nike. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for being on the podcast with us today. We really enjoyed our time with you, and we can't wait to have you back and hear more about this topic as we move forward with the Center in Women in Leadership. 